Welcome to Sacred by Design, a podcast by women for women. Together, we'll explore issues like betrayal trauma, sexual brokenness, and more. It's time to connect your struggle to your story to God. Let's get started. Nakedness. (laughs) I know. Vulnerability. (laughs) Real authenticity. Connection. (laughs) (laughs) On this episode of Sacred by Design, we're diving into intimacy issues. And as we begin, it is important to know... It is important to know that intimacy is more than sex. Absolutely. And this is so important because, you know, we really don't talk about it. We don't really unpack it. And when I first learned about this, these, that there's all these different faces of intimacy, it was so encouraging to me mm-hmm. for myself, for my marriage. And because intimacy issues in marriage are very common, you know, I mean, we have so many people coming to Regen, women who are struggling in their marriage. Mm -hmm. And it often has to do with intimacy. And and when we say that, I don't just mean sexual intimacy, some aspect of intimacy. So what do we mean then by intimacy? Because this is a great time, everybody, to grab a pen and paper as we look at six different aspects. If you didn't know, here are six different aspects of intimacy and understand that each area is important and each one is complicated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really important too to make this point Each couple will have different strengths and weaknesses, Mm. and Mm -hmm. they may vary according to seasons. So, you know, one couple, a couple may have, may be really good at having um, activities Mm -hmm. and things that they do together. That's something they don't have any problem with. They can go out, they can have fun, but they have, they really struggle with emotional intimacy. Mm. And then in another season of their their marriage, they may find that it's flip-flopped. So... Every couple is going to be unique, Mm -hmm. and even your marriage is going to be unique. You're going to go in and out of some of these strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. All right, so let's start with emotional intimacy. Yeah. This is a big one. It's very foundational. Okay. We probably think, oh, that's so obvious that emotional intimacy would be important in a marriage, but We'd be surprised mm-hmm. how sometimes we really don't intentionally work at that or have it. Mm-hmm. So emotional intimacy, it requires a certain amount of transparency and openness. It involves connecting emotionally and vulnerability. And some of us aren't very good at that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thinking of a certain partner. <laughs> <laughs> What's a great way to grow in emotional intimacy, Kit? <laughs> but, you know, it's so foundational. Um, and we want our marriages to be a place where we have freedom to express our emotions, mm-hmm. where we have freedom to receive another person's emotions. Mm. And and it's true, as you know and I know, different people have different levels of Comfort with emotional intimacy. Some of us thrive on it, want more of it, and others are like, yeah, uh, okay, we've talked about this for five minutes, I'm done. So we need to really understand our partners, um, you know, where they are and Mm -hmm. honor the differences. Mm -hmm. And that can be hard. We kind of just want to say, why aren't you more like me? Why can't you do this? But so how do we encourage each other and say, let's figure out a way that this works for um, both of us. Mm. How can I get my emotional needs expressed and heard? Mm-hmm. And how can I honor that this is hard for you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, that's that's good. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking for 
my husband, when I become too too much, we it's like a red flag. Oh, red yeah. flag goes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just a hand signal of like I'm emotionally overwhelmed. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> when my husband just looks at me like, uh, you know, because I can get very intense and it's hard for him. Mm-hmm. And we're learning, mm-hmm. but we can honor each other. Like he can kind of say that's enough and I can say, can we have a little bit more? And you just work it out. And you work it through. Yeah. All right, so physical intimacy. Oh, can I can I give you an example of emotional intimacy that's oh, yeah. really, really helpful? It's such a, a, such a simple thing, but John and Julie Gottman, who are people I highly recommend their books about, about marriage, um, talk about how simple steps to build emotional intimacy turn towards one another. Turn towards one another. Okay. It's, it seems so simple, but one of the most powerful steps in emotional intimacy mm. is when your spouse says something like, look at that beautiful bird. You don't just go, hmm. You say, wow, that is beautiful. Somehow you acknowledge that they just said something that mm-hmm. means something to them. Mm-hmm. It's called bidding. Mm. It's a bid. So these ongoing bids... You know, or someone comes home and they're like, I've really had a hard day. And you don't jump to, oh, you had a hard day. You know, you say, oh, okay, tell me about it. Just, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so anyway, it works. It works. It's a really simple, wow. so turn towards one another mm-hmm. and respond to one another. Mm-hmm. Rather than do nothing or turn away, that is so simple, but yeah. so it, I can feel. Mm-hmm. It's I, I'm, wow. I'm here to tell you that it really works. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So then, gosh, and there's five more to go. Yeah, physical intimacy, but this is not. Is it's this not, sex? It's not sex. Okay, and it's really important to separate the two. Okay, apart from sex, having physical intimacy is so important. Mm-hmm. And we know this, right? I mean, some of us more than others, but the tenderness that can come from holding hands mm-hmm. or, or giving each other a hug mm-hmm. or kissing each other, hello or goodbye, mm-hmm. or you know, any kind of that physical touch, especially for people who have that as a, mm-hmm. as a love language, it's really important. Um, and people have different needs there, but it's good to know what is your spouse's desire for that? What's yours? Mm-hmm. And how do you make that a part of your marriage? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, but this can lead to sexual it, it, And often it does. Right. But it doesn't have to. And I think that's a big thing, too. Remember that doesn't have to. physical doesn't intimacy have to. does not have to lead to sex. Uh-huh. It can just really be holding each other, hugging each other, kissing and then, of course, it can. And, you know, sexual intimacy is beautiful and it's very important and mm-hmm. it's very unique for, for a married couple. I mean, it is a beautiful shared self-giving and trust. Mm-hmm. And it's not just physical, it's spiritual, it's emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and this can be challenging for couples, especially those of us, those of um people that we know who come here who've had betrayal. It can be very hard to build that up again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important, you know, you are um, sharing this exclusive kind of intimacy with just that one person. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I that's really quite profound. Mm-hmm. I share this with you mm-hmm. and no one else. Mm-hmm. This is for me and for you and no one else. Mm. I love, uh, we've said it here before, that intimacy can be said as into me, mm-hmm. you see. Yeah. 
And that is a type of intimacy, as you're saying, that we just don't share with everyone. It's really, you know, a beautiful covenant that we say to each other. Mm -hmm. I will share this just with you. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, how powerful and profound that is to share something that you don't share with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's a broken world. We have different sexual appetites. There's often differences in a marriage between, you mm-hmm. know, appetites. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's not bad. It's not wrong. Mm-hmm. We just have to be able to talk about it and be honest about it. Oh, that's a good conversation starter, too. A lot of these have, these could be really yeah. great Kickstarters for conversations with yes, your spouse. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, what I love about this is the conversations is all here, mm. but we're talking about intimacy. Mm-hmm. And so this leads to our next one of intellectual intimacy. Yeah. Isn't that an interesting word? Yeah. An interesting concept. But I remember um, that my husband said this once when we were doing a, um, a, a sharing with some newly or pre- engaged couples mm-hmm. about, you know, marriage. And he said, you know what? Be interesting. Mm. Be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's this idea of, you know, seek out new ideas. Mm-hmm. If you know your partner's interested in something, um, listen to what they say or mm. ask them about it. Do it together. Listen what, listen to podcasts. Read a book. Um, you know, both my husband and I love birds. No, that sounds like a, an old person thing. I guess it, maybe it is. But we love reading about birds mm-hmm. and sharing with each other. That's mm-hmm. an intellectual intimacy. You know, that's a coming together with something that's interesting that you can learn about, that you can share about. Mm-hmm. So it makes marriage more interesting because you each bring something unique. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. It's, it's kind of fun. Intellectual intimacy. I love that. Yeah. The next issue <laughs> involves fun, recreational it really intimacy. Is fun. It really is fun. And, you know, we really forget that because uh, marriage is hard. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. If you have children, it's even harder. Mm-hmm. Children really interfere with marriage. <laughs> I've said that before. It's so true. I love my children. but um, <laughs> And so there can be a lot of just getting through things, um, yeah. and you forget that you can have fun. Yeah, And so Figuring out how you have fun. Yeah. You know, we know a couple who just took up pickleball. You know, they just think it's the, a blast. They're having so much fun. You know, hiking, yeah. um, going to museums, going to plays, going to concerts. Yeah. Um, whatever it is, you know, just find out something that you want to do that you can enjoy together. Mm. Okay, I love that you said that because I know I threw my husband under the bus at the beginning of this. However, (laughs) the recreational intimacy, we both did wake surfing together. Never done it before. We both awful at it, but the willingness (laughs) to be brave and try something new together. Awesome. I felt so connected. It's awesome. That was so fun. Yes. Yeah. Really. And you know, yeah, so be brave. Be willing to try something different. And it can really be a stress reliever. When you're going through hard things and you do, whether it's with your children or health or anything, they're, you know, like having fun together Mm -hmm. really um, is a stress reliever. Yeah. We all need that. Oh, I love that. So let's move on to spiritual intimacy because Mm -hmm. this is, again, very foundational and, and the, what I want to say is different marriages are in different places about their understanding okay. and commitment to God, and individuals can be in different places. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you can't have spiritual intimacy. 
So even if you're in different places, how do you talk about your commitment to God? How do you explore having a shared exploration or commitment to God and aspects of living a spiritual life together? And so I think it's really, you know, each marriage is unique. Mm -hmm. And so find your way to share ideas and thoughts about God. And to figure out how that's going to be a part of your marriage mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Mm. You're bringing two unique humans together to make yeah. this marriage. Yeah. So unique makes a lot of sense. Oh. And and again, I mean, I really think this is where I want to just like make a very strong encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, uniqueness. In all of these things, be aware that there's a great temptation and danger to compare. And your marriage is your marriage, mm. and you get to create it. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be like anyone else. You don't want to be like anyone else. You want to be true to your marriage. And it's unlike anybody else's, and it's up to you and your spouse. You get to create it. And so enjoy that opportunity and beware of comparing because that only leads to disappointment. And you know how it is. You see things on Facebook. It's a Facebook life. It's not a real life. And when we compare our real life to Facebook life, we always come become disappointed. Yeah. So be careful. Mm-hmm. In, in, enjoy and own you know, the beauty of creating your own marriage and don't compare. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you ended with that. Yeah. Because, gosh... I, This is great homework to look at the emotional, physical, sexual, intellectual, recreational, and spiritual intimacy, and what is your strength? Yeah. What is your weakness? What could be better? Yeah, exactly. You can sit down and, you know, have a little date. Yeah. Say, you know, like, I heard this podcast. It was really interesting. What do you think are our strengths, and how do we capitalize on that? What are some areas that are, you know, maybe challenging for us that we could could really work on? Mm -hmm. Because this exclusive commitment and connection to each other is holy, it is sacred, and yes, it is hard. Exactly. And it's a gift. Mm-hmm. And we want to and we want to nurture it. It's not just going to, you know, stay healthy on its own. It has to be nurtured mm-hmm. and um yeah, and taken care of. Mm, these are six beautiful ways to approach it. Thank you so much, Kit. That's a wrap. Time to stretch out your hands, take a deep breath and actually release it this time. If we've touched on something that you want to go deeper with, check out our coaching page to set up an appointment with one of us. Head to our website at regenerationministries.org.